Hey. Yeah, what's up, Sean? Do you think I could be a screenwriter? <laughs> Do I think you could be a screen? Uh, I mean, your your apartment's like messy enough, like a screenwriter would be. <laughs> but right now, with that backwards hat that you have on and that Patagonia hoodie, you look like you could write a skateboard blog. Like a CW teen drama? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would you do if I, like, I do think I'm having, like, a midlife crisis because I'm, like, you, I'm doing that thing, like, oh, what do I do with my life? What do I do with a comedy? Like, I have those moments lately. Yeah. But what would you do if I showed up and I was dressed, like, if I was, if I, there was a full-on change in my outfits? Like, like a I black was, turtleneck? Yeah, like, like, like not even a black turtleneck, like, the, like everything from like Zoomies, the store. You know that store, Zoomies? No. It's all like bright, colorful, like, it'd be like where people wear like the stuff from the 90s, but like they're wearing it like it's nostalgia stuff. Like it'll be like, hey, here's a Simpsons hoodie with a Simpsons knit hat and Simpsons sweatpants that are covered with Bart Simpson's face. But you'd be wearing all Simpsons gear? Well, yeah, but it's, but I, see, but I'm old enough where it would just be, it looks like, for me, it's like I was, I was old enough. To be in the time of that show, but to anybody under the age of like twenty five, it's like remember this old show, The Simpsons. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like when okay when Swingers the movie came out, yeah, and people were into swing dancing. That's what now all the clothing they have now is like when thing, people are into like Friends now. It's like a nostalgia. Thing. Oh, you see a lot of Friends T shirts. You see tons of them. the streets. Which, yeah, you see so many of them. But what I, I'm saying is like. What would you do if I showed up and I, and I just started talking like I was like Gen Z? And if I just started talking, I'm like, I'm like yo, have you heard the new Doja Cat? It slaps. I'd, I, we wouldn't hang out anymore, probably. <laughs> I'd, be un, I'd be severely uncomfortable. Because <clears throat> you, you can, <clears throat> Jesus Christ, you can't go from one day talking to me about the uh, thematics of the movie Reservoir Dogs and then the next day say Doja Cat slaps. <laughs> <laughs> I do honestly. I do. You, you have a people that are just listening. You're wearing your hat backwards. You rarely ever wear your hat backwards. I'm doing it to spice up the podcast, and, and also for a special occasion. We'll talk about that. In a it second. is a special occasion, um, which I can't wait to see what my gift is. And Shit. the uh, are you you're pranking me? You're pretending like you don't have a gift, but you really have something awesome. That's awesome. Uh, no, the the backwards hat. I it, I think it works for you. Not, and I don't like complimenting people. You know that. You re- <laughs> that is true. I hate giving people compliments. You really think a backward? I'm 43 years old. Not with that hat. You're like 41, dude. <laughs> it's not gonna. Maybe it's the new me shaving my face. I told you, I shave my face now. I still look kind of old. Maybe shave face backwards hat. I'm. Hey, I'm. I'm going. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to Coachella. I'm going. You, you look like you could be in an ad selling vans right now. <laughs> Not like the vehicle. No, <laughs> but I look like I could be selling a vehicle. Van. You look like you have a van that you just rent out by the hour. Yeah, <laughs> with a uh, with plush carpet. Yeah, you look inside. like a guy where people go on Airbnb and it's just a van and you try to pretend that it's a real place. <laughs> no, it's not. I got heating and air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. you give them give them like a, a key fob like for a car. And go eh, oh, eh, and they get a, into the, the van Airbnb. life is a thing. Van life is a thing. That it. Man, have they really fancied up van life online? Like, if you imagine if you're just like an old school van guy who just like lit, like almost like a, a Matt Foley type from the sketch, but like the type of guy that was based you on. You never actually see his van. No, you don't. But I'm saying like you could picture it in your mind yeah. based off his personality. But now every TikTok or every Instagram influencer is like, 
So me and my husband, we both had uh, hedge fund jobs, and we were just done with the rat race. So we just we cashed in our 401ks, and we just we bought this like this like 2011 Sprinter van, <laughs> and then we spent eighty thousand dollars redoing it into a palatial estate, which on is wheels. not van life. Yeah, <laughs> you just built you just built an entire house around a van. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was so funny. My uh, my buddy, uh, who you know as well, uh, Ivan. I do know Ivan. He was he was van, a van life guy. Really? And the other day we were out. No, I know Ivan. I guarantee that was like OG van life. That was like there was there was a no money situation going on. I would guess. Well, it it, it wasn't even that. It was just it was just extremely cost efficient. You know, so he was able to save money living in a van. But it was funny. We're sitting at this table with people and and some being strangers, and he was just like, "Yeah, I used to live in Williamsburg." I said, "No, you didn't." <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you parked in Williamsburg, <laughs> and he was like, "Why can't you just let me have this?" You found a residency loophole. I couldn't do it. I couldn't live in a van. There's no way I could, li- especially now. I couldn't, dude. When I was 23 or something, me and my friends drove cross country in like a van, and to make it easier, we thought we'd just get a, sh- a van with. There's two seats in the front, no seats in the back, so we just throw our stuff back there and sit back there. And don't get me wrong, the, the trip was fun. Uh, we drove back from California in the van. Like, we flew out, grabbed a bunch of our friends, and then drove back. The trip was fun, but the driving was the worst. Like, being in a van is awful. Like, you, you yeah. get zero sleep. Uh, at one point, it was so uncomfortable. My friend stole a chair from a Krispy Kreme. He just, my friend Jonathan, he we, we, he, we were so done just sitting on lumps of of luggage in the back. Like if you were in the back, yeah. you'd just be on lumps of luggage. So we were at like a full. I forget. It must have been in like Indiana or something. I forget where we were. And, and there was like, you, what were you in a band? No, no. We just we just as a friend trip. We just oh, came okay. back. I had a couple of friends that were going out. Going to school out in California, uh, and then a, me and a couple guys we went out there, hung out with them for like a week, and then we all rented a van and then drove back. <laughs> it was like a, yeah, it was like a band tour without the coolness of being <laughs> a band. Uh, anyway, so on our way back, we were all like, "This sucks sitting on this stuff." So we were trying to think of different like fixes, and my one friend Jonathan's like, "Okay, I know what I'm gonna do," and he like runs into this like this like insane. Krispy Kreme, where they had like the conveyor belt, like when Krispy Kreme was like hot. A big deal, yeah. A big deal. It was like gigantic Krispy Kreme. It was like two o'clock in the morning, 24 hour Krispy Kreme, and he just grabs one of these like silver, uncomfortable Krispy Kreme chairs and chucks in the back of the van. And he sat on that for about, I don't know, eight hours. And then that got too uncomfortable. And then he just went from there. And we just Jeez, sat on blankets and that shit. That sounds like a miserable trip. It, the trip, because I was 23, I was able to do it. Yeah. I would have left if it was now. I would have been gone. I would have been abs. I would have been in a hotel, and I would be like, "I'm flying home later, guys." I need like a home base. Yeah, yeah, I do, and, and I think I think living in a in a van like that tight quarters would be just so tough for me, and like not having a place to comfortably shit. Um, absolutely, that's a big part of my day. Or a big part of my schedule. That's a big part of everybody's day. Yeah, we all we all shit as much yeah. as we don't like to believe it. Except hot hot women. So what are people doing in vans? Like Ivan, would he just like be near a place where he knew he could use the bathroom? I don't know if it was that or if he had like some type of contraption. No, nope. remember? <laughs> no, thank you. Nope, you're not gonna. Mm. No, what am I in the hospital? What am I using a bedpan? Bedpan. No, I don't no think thanks. he used a bedpan. No, no. Well, it's not that far off. 
That's true. Because it's or it's some kind of or even an RV situation grosses me out where they have to like clean out the septic tank. Even that, I'm like, nope, no thanks. Well, my 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 one friend loves to camp. He's a big camper, and he's like, he's like, yeah, dude. He's like, we just like shit in the woods. I'm like, no, dude. No, I have no interest in that. To be honest, I have no interest. I have zero interest. <laughs> I I'll be like, I'll just not know the wonders of the planet. I guess I will not know the. But I actually. Whenever I am somewhere where where there's no like light pollution or or regular pollution, and you see like I, I, well you know me I'm a big UFO guy yeah um I do wish I could be in one of these places that has like the insane stars like sometimes there's certain places in the in the country and in the world where it's like it's insane to look up into the yeah. sky you can, you don't see stars in New York no you don't you see barely any on a clear night you'll see like seven it's because it's the city that never sleeps. Exactly. <laughs> That's why. I, well, well, you do see stars. Stars like Harvey Keitel, uh, Robert De Niro. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. Ben Stiller. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> At this year's Academy Awards. Uh, I, um, oh, I, I, have a, I have a weird going, uh, taking a shit story, which I'm sure, which is what all the listeners come here for. Yeah. Uh, What's your first? Is when I go to like a comedy club and I'm, uh, I will not do that at the comedy club. Oh, that's interesting because, so, there, so I don't I know. Just, if this I was is at a mall this weekend doing the Levity Live Club and there was two, there was a, a Barnes and Nobles in the mall and a Target in the mall and that's where I, that's where I, Took my took my twos. Not to be too gross, but is the is the fear that it will waft and people will know it was you and that it's embarrassing, or you just yes, yeah, that makes sense. My fear one is that um, if I do it in the green room bathroom, um, and I'm not the head, I think the headliners allowed to take shits in the. I don't do that. I don't do uh, shits in the green room bathroom. I go to like the 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 club bathroom. I'll do that. See. I won't do it in the green room bathroom because I don't want all the comics being like, ooh, you're nasty. And then I also don't want to do it in the regular bathroom because I don't want to be, I don't want them to see my shoes under the stall and then see me on stage. And a guy in the front row is like, yo, that's a dude that was taking a shit. <laughs> oh, dude, you stink on stage and you just stink. You but know? it's, yeah, but it's interesting because there is, which then we're going to uh, uh, pull back the, uh, comedy curtain a little bit here. There is a pre-show sh- pre-show shit ritual that happens. Not for me. It's, you don't have it. Mm-hmm. You've never had before sets. You never felt like you had the shit. I do something else. No, I swear to God. You know what? I, what I'm thinking? Yeah. No, you do not. Yes, I do too. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> not before every big show or every show. Not before every show. I used before to do you it. leave your house in the city to go to spots. I used to do it before every show. So when you're on the road, so you're talking about like in your hotel room. Yes. That makes sense. But you're not going to the green room bathroom and doing that. No, 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 God, no, never, never that. Honestly, never that. I'd like to make the joke and say I, I have, but no. I've done it driving before, though, on the way to a gig in the car. <laughs> What's worse, that or texting or driving? <laughs> I think that's worse. Yeah, I'd say so. It's way more distracting. Yeah. <laughs> but, or maybe in your case, it was dirty texting and that plus driving. <laughs> no, no, it was just, it was just, it was just uh, 
tunes and crank, cranking <laughs> tunes and cranking. That's how much a routine it was that you were like, oh my God, I forgot. And then you're like, all right, I'll do it right here in the car. Well, I felt like it made me less nervous. Yeah, but you, yeah. Yeah, I guess it would, but I, if I was but driving. maybe you should be going up there with full balls. Well, if you're, you know what it is? I mean, if you're too relaxed, after you jerk off, you're like, I don't care what anybody thinks. You're kind of just like so, you're a little bit elated. You know, you're like, you're eased in, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're so calm a lot of the time that it's like, yeah, a comedy set might be like, hey, I'm trying to impress you guys. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of like the, the same rule, but where it's like maybe that's why when they say before you go on a date, you seem so much cooler if you do that before you go on a date. Like there's that. What's it, but it's it's kind of why like morning sex. If you have sex in the morning, the rest of the day you're kind of playing with house money. Pretty much, yeah, you're right. That's Gets what I mean. So, so if you uh, if you Check burn one points. out before the show, it's like, oh, I may have bombed, but at least I came. <laughs> You know, and you can't do it after because you're sad about how bad you did. Yeah, yeah, true. What are you, you going to get off to? Fucking twenty minutes of silence. Did no, you thanks. did you do it today before this show for the for the the big the big uh, momentous occasion? Oh, the the tenth episode, the tenth anniversary episode, folks. You are listening to the tenth episode of the brand new Jerks podcast. Thank you. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for signing on. Make sure you. Uh, you enjoy all the backlog of episodes that we have. That's that's <laughs> that's over weeks. ten full hours of Sean and Ray <laughs> chopping it up about their issues with people pleasing, jerking off, and shitting in green rooms <laughs> or lack thereof. But uh, no, I did not masturbate before I came to your house. <laughs> but I bet, but you would like me to. <laughs> can you weirdo? Can you? I uh, I. What do you think about our about ten episodes? I think we've grown as people. I think we have. Yeah, I think we're getting into our groove. I think now we're getting to our groove. What the show is, uh, you know, we we got our fans. We got people messaging us how much they like the show. We have friends telling us when they like the clips. They like the show. I think it's a positive. It's a it's a snowballing positive revolution in podcasting and just in entertainment in general. I have I have people stalking me. You do? Yeah. Oh man, you got a Lots message? Lots of stalkers. Yeah. Wow. What was the? What did they? They write to you and they say, "I had somebody." I can talk about this. I have. This is how not famous I am. I don't. I have stalkers of other people contacting me. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I had a girl. Uh, she messaged me on Instagram and she said, "Hey, I saw you at your show and I would like to ask." Your advice on something, if you could write me back. And normally, I had people do this before, and normally they're like, hey, I'm thinking of getting into comedy. Do you have any advice? That's, what, that's what I thought it was. But I don't mind that because I kind of wish, I, I, I wish I would, I, I did, I probably didn't ask anybody, but I kind of wish I did before I started. And I don't mind saying, and my usually my answer is just go up to an open mic and, and do it. Like, you know, write down what you think is five yeah. minutes and do it, right? Mine's go back to college and get your degree, do something different. <laughs> yeah. That's like a really good point. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's what I should be telling myself. <laughs> um, now I'll, just, I'll be one of those people yeah. who's sixty and getting their college degree. Um, yeah, but you're pretty much anti-aging with that backwards hat. <laughs> that's you know, the, I'm Benjamin buttoning it. No, that's that's what they should have done with uh, the Irishman <laughs> instead of all that <laughs> shitty money that they wasted on anti-aging Robert De Niro. Just tossed a backwards hat on him. <laughs> yeah, you're like what? Well, is that Robert De Niro or a paper boy? Yeah. What is that? He looks so young. <laughs> So anyway, there's been a couple different times and I've gotten messages for the same person. 
And so the newest one was she, the woman didn't mention this guy's name, just said, Hey, I have, I need your advice on something. Could you write me back? And I said, Sure, what's up? And she said, I am a very, talked about how big of a fan she is of Sal Volcano from the Impractical Jokers. And she goes, I, I think if we met, we would get along really well. That's strange. And I was wondering if you could tell him that I was asking about him and I want to meet him. And I said, No. <laughs> this is where you know what here we go this is a jerk store moment for me because I, I said I didn't have one this week there's a jerk store moment instead of me placating and going sure no problem and obviously not telling him because he doesn't you know this guy yeah. you know but instead of that I was like I'm not going to do that I'm going to turn around and say she's like could you you know she didn't say can you get me to meet him she just said can you tell him I'd like to meet him and I said no and then she, that I, that always wrote was no back, and I was very proud of myself because it's like no, that's an answer. Did she respond? Yeah, she wrote. Can I ask why? And I said because it's inappropriate, and I blocked her on Instagram. Wow, it's a big. It was a that big deal for me. It's inappropriate. You did the right thing. Yeah, I had another person. Was think, she attractive? Um, I I didn't. All I saw was the little picture. I think I don't know. I just. Looked at the message. So I think she was kind of, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Either way, that's so weird and a little insulting. And like, what is wrong with you, lady? Well, that wasn't the only one that ever happened. I've had other people because he did my radio show, and then I think he's like liked. If he likes a tweet of mine or he likes something on Instagram of yours, his fans will just message those people. They have like rabid fans. They really do. Jokers. So um, I also. A person contacted me once, and I was half paying attention, and you couldn't... It wasn't them on their profile. And they said, hey, can you tell Sal that I... Um, and I was placating a little bit. Hey, can you tell Sal that I love him, and I'm, like, the biggest fan? And I wrote back, and go, well, I don't see him, but thanks. You know, I'm, I'm sure he knows yeah. it, whatever I wrote. And then the person, like, two days later was like, hey, how's your day going? And I was like, fine. And I was like, who is this person? And I click on it, and it was, like, a 13-year-old. And I didn't know that. And I went... Hey, listen, I go, we cannot talk. You're too young for me to talk to yeah. you. Yeah. And then she wrote, why not? And, uh, and I wrote, because you're too young. And then I went, sorry. And then I just left it there. And then a week later, hey, how's your day going? And I go, this is not appropriate. And she goes, but I'm having, I'm having a hard time with things. I go, well, you have to talk to your, either your teacher or your parents this is yeah. not appropriate. Not I, the guy I, from Impractical <laughs> Jokers. Not even the guy from Impractical Jokers. Yeah. The guy from Impractical Jokers, like acquaintance, like yeah. Friend. When, when I was when I was going through a teenage depression, I wasn't like, "What's Dax Shepard from uh, from Punk yeah, think yeah, I should yeah. do?" Yeah, when I was growing up, but I was really having a hard time. I wrote to Dustin Diamond's cousin. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, what is um? Uh, you know, <laughs> what's his name from uh, Beverly Hills? Oh, Jason Priestley's mailman. I wonder <laughs> what he thinks I should do with my uh, my suicidal thoughts. <laughs> you got to give yourself a break. You're better than Jason Priestley's mailman. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's like it's that so is funny. Strange. It's man. really funny. Mm. Um, but it's so strange. It's like I. It's weird also for me because I don't have any kids. Uh. Uh, at this point, I'm like a quasi-stepdad, but not an official stepdad. I have stepdadish duties at certain times, but I don't yeah. have my own kids. You have stepdad energy. Stepdad energy. And, uh, but, and I feel like an adult in that realm. Like, you know, I, sometimes I say, but I'm also like his mom's in charge. You know, it's like that's, you know. So I, have, I do comedy as a job. 
I have like no real assets. I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm not married. I have no kids. I don't have any responsibilities. So those yeah. two messages. Your beard's a little scraggly. <laughs> My beard's scraggly. Your personality's not great. I'm a 43. <laughs> yeah. You I'm walk a... funny. You walk on the insides of your feet. Do I really do that? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I just felt like you were roasting yourself, so I, I joined in. <laughs> I got no real assets. I I'm wasn't a, hugged enough as a kid. I'm a 43 year old with a backwards hat. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, but but what I'm trying to say is those moments of those messages, I'm like, wow, I'm being a grown up right now. This is really adult of me to write back and say, uh, this is inappropriate. Oh, inappropriate is some adult shit to say. It's like it's like I'm gonna now I'm excited. I want to do like more adult things. Like oh, I'll see like kids running in a hallway. Guys, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 Let's slow it down. No. Guys. No, 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 guys, take it down a notch. Take it down a notch. That's a grown up thing to say. You know, you know what you say. What? I want you to take it down a smidge. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you turn the TV down in there? I'm trying yeah. to work. Guys, let's go. Or like, or when you're trying to go somewhere and everybody's everybody's yeah. straggling. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, that, that's 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 me being an adult. Can you turn it down in there? I'm trying to work, and then I go back to editing a clip of me and you talking about farts. On this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> hey, to each his to each his own. On that. Do you have fart confidence? We fart in public. Uh, not in pub. Uh, no, you know what? I do have fart confidence. I fart on the train all the time, and the, and I. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you said that so proud. I really did, and it, it came with age. Like I used to not do it. Now I do it. You know why I do it now? Because people shit on the train. People no. throw up on the train. No. Oh. Because you're a real New Yorker. Earpods. AirPods. <laughs> okay. Everybody has AirPods in. Everybody has headphones in. Oh, I thought you were saying you having them in. Because you know if I you can't hear, hear it, everybody else. <laughs> it's not like everybody Who, else. My, my grandma? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma used to fart at the dinner table all the time. I think she was thinking like, yeah, because you know, you can feel farts. That's the only time farts ever make me really mad. Somebody does it while I'm eating. I'll it's, kill you. Well, what if they're 70, 80 years old? Well, then fucking time is going to kill oh you. Oh, my God. Or I can. Easy, Justin Bieber. <laughs> well, Easy, Gen Z. I, 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 won't, I, I won't fart in front of girls. No. I fart... Like I farted a few times in front of my. She listens to the podcast too. I farted in front of my girlfriend recently for the first time. A few times recently, and she doesn't say anything. But I don't know. It's always it's a couple times it's been in bed, and I don't know if it's because she's just passed out or she just doesn't hear it. I think she doesn't hear it. But it's like it's like I did run the risk. Like there was definitely a chance that she was awake and would have heard it. Really. Mm-hmm. Well, you've you've heard you've heard my joke that that is a true story about the girl that farted in front of me. No. Oh my god! I'll, I'll just tell you the story. I'm not going to do my fucking right, bit, right, right. But Wait, well, I don't ever heard this. Yeah, um, I'm glad you pay attention when you have me up before you. Uh, <laughs> that's nice of you. No, I was on. A, it was it was like the third time me and this girl hung out, and we were laying in my bed and like watching a watching a movie, and I heard like a, and I was like, oh god. Did she really just fart? You know, I was like, whatever, dude. Like, it happens. She's probably like so embarrassed right yes, now. Yeah. So I'm not even gonna say anything for watching the movie. It didn't smell. It's like whatever. And she literally like looks back up at me and was like, "Did you just hear that?" And I said, "No, I didn't hear anything." And she was like, "Well, I just farted." <laughs> 
And I was like, that's gross. And I said that, and she, and she was she starts losing her mind. She's like, she's like, well, you know, girls are allowed to fart. Girls do fart. Like, okay, like, like, like oh, I can't fart because I'm a girl. That's what it is. I said, no, it's not. Who is you're... this broad? She had an out. She had an out. I you're... gave her two outs, buddy. I ignored it, and then I said, no, I didn't hear anything. Of course. It's funny how you said that. You go, well, I just farted. Yo, she was like proud of it. Like it was like a, I don't know. Well, maybe not like a dominance. <laughs> Is that I feel like is that the best feminist argument that you can like? Well, well, that's how I end the end the joke. I say some women march. She's just <laughs> farting and ruining the movie A Quiet Place. <laughs> See, you gotta listen to my set more. <laughs> that's an absolute true story. And it like I remember that's being funny. shocked. That's about a great it. closing line on that joke. How have I not? Heard? I know your. I know some of your well, jokes. Well, I didn't. Well, I was. I was always saying, like, I've been in like very long relationships where I never farted around my girl. My brother-in-law has been with my sister over ten years. Has never farted around her. No, that is crazy. Is he a gaseous person? Um, I, I mean, I I don't know. I I don't really ask him about his butthole that much. Wait, hasn't he farted in front of you a bunch as kids? He's farted in front of me. My brother-in-law, not my brother. Oh, brother-in-law. Oh, uh, my, okay. Oh, your sister's husband. Yeah, my brother be my brother been ripping ass since way back. Um, um <laughs> well, I had a friend, my friend Brandon, that I that I grew up with. Uh, he was like never shy to like to to do that in school, like in class. I remember, I. I remember. Oh, us, fart! I remember us being oh, like no, tenth grade. Fart. There'd be girls in the class, whatever. He didn't care, and he got girls. Like you know, like that's probably really why. Liked him. Confidence, dude. He would be like f- first period, just like burn. And I remember getting in trouble because I would be laughing so <laughs> fucking hard. And then the thing that would make me laugh harder is the teacher would yell at me for laughing, and then I would go, "I can't not laugh." He keeps farting really loud, and then she would yell at him and say, "Hey, stop!" And he's like, "What do you want me to do? I'll get sick if I hold it in." And I mean, he had somewhat of a point. <laughs> no, I think that's like a myth, isn't it? I don't What's know. really going to happen when you get just your bubbles going to come back and they turn into a start, burp? Start <laughs> mouth farting. Back to me. Just marting. <laughs> um, there, well, let, as everybody knows, there's the golden rule is fart equals funny. It's just a funny thing that people do. No, regardless, I think it spans gender. I don't think, like, it's don't get me wrong, like I. Like, if you're dating somebody and they fart and it's a girl, like, it's just going to ha- Like, it's not going to... It might be a little bit gross, but it's gross when guys fart, too. Yes, it, it is. I just always thought that there was kind of a mutual, hey, we're not going to do this for a while. We're not going to open up that... There is. I think there yeah. is. But to do it the whole time is, like, a little bit... That's unhealthy. To where you're hiding the farts from each other. Like the same way that you shouldn't hide anything in a relationship and there should be honesty. Farts are farts equal honesty. Wow. You should, you should have your own Dr. Phil type show. I just watched an episode of Dr. Phil that was insane when I was on the road. But yeah, I should. You're right. Doctor, yeah. Dr. Sean. For farts equal honesty. Farts equal honesty. There's nothing more honest than a fart. Well, don't you think it's... Well, you could be as honest as you want, but if you're, if you're not eventually farting in front of the person you're dating, not like like just with reckless abandon. I'm just saying when you can't yeah. avoid it. Don't be like forcing them out. Yeah, exactly. That's just obnoxious. But if you are like, hey, I feel comfortable enough with you to do this here because I, I have to. Like, I, I've had moments in my relationship where I, I go to the other room and I, and I, and I, and I fart. Yeah. If I can. If I, if I know, if I can plan it out properly, and I go do that. 
Nothing, nothing worse than when you're like stuck and you have to. Yeah, it's rough. But I think it's a it's a form of communication <laughs> in a relationship. I've I've always been too insecure to fart around a lot of people because I felt like they would be like, he just looks like he farts. You know? Yeah, I have that same problem. Yeah. <laughs> you like, look like this, people are just gonna assume you fart like anyway. If there's like ten people in a room and okay, wait. So if there's one other person here and a fart happens, who do you think they're blaming? Me or you? When you look like I don't know, I think it's equal. I think we both <laughs> Dude, That think... would be the jerk off. Yeah, that might that might be what I have to post on social media is a picture of both of us and just say who farted. <laughs> That's so funny, dude! I like guys who look like us. We we're born with fart original sin. You know what original sin is? Where a baby has original sin until they get baptized, yeah. so they can cleanse the sins. We have that with fart assumption. Like we're not fart assumption. There's a taint on you when you look like this. People are just gonna like they're ac- they're accounting a certain amount of farts to you. Like you're go- you're going as you're gonna be a fart patsy if somebody farts in the room. They're going right to guys who look like us. We're the Lee Harvey Oswald of farts. I'm a fall guy. You're the fall guy. You're the f- definitely the fart fall guy. Uh, That's happening. If you're in a room with, we'll, we'll, we'll use an example. Like, like, who's somebody that you would look at and be like, they don't fart. They everything's plant based. They don't, you know. Even though that does mean you probably fart more, but oh, they're cleaner farts and they're quieter. I think we're gonna. This whole episode is gonna be about farts. Oh, it's really fun to talk about. Who gives a shit? But I think it's. I think something has to be talked about. So you have guys who look like us. It is be because like, it ties into confidence a lot. It definitely. I never does. realized that until right now. And I. D- me too, because when you t- ask me the train thing, I'll do it now. Most of the time, like if I'm in, if I'm squished up against people, no, that's just messed up. I'll hold it in. That's funny. That's just if you, like you, where, like somebody's leg is right there. That's not you farting on somebody's leg on a train. That's then you're you've you cease to be civilized at that point. There's very few times that they're not funny to me, and again, it's when I'm eating, and you know, like a time when that girl farted in my bed. <laughs> Because it just felt like, man, I'm trying to make this work. I'm trying to sweep it under the rug. Well, you think sweep it in her take the cheeks. on it is so strange that she picked that as her battle to 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 try to like insane it, to turn around and go, hey, you could have just made this because you ha- you hadn't farted in front of her. Since no, I don't think right, I ever there did. There you go. So it's like, it's like you could have just let it go, or it could have been you going, yeah, I heard the fart, not a big deal. But her to making an issue is insane. What, like, I, don't you always wonder too when you have a when you have an interaction like that? What do you think her like? Th- this happened probably eight years ago. What do you think her story is now? Or I, I don't she think she has it. I think she just doesn't talk about it unless she's heard my joke. She, well, chances of that are like, what, how how who who you know? Yeah, <laughs> hell, you don't even watch my sets, and you're at you're at the shows. Uh, so yeah, I watch. I, d- I doubt she would remember. I know? watch a portion the of your set, ten, tenth episode. And well, we're you really... don't. You don't watch my sets when we're at those shows. Oh, I sit down. I take notes. <laughs> <laughs> I take notes. <laughs> I set up. Uh, I set up a bunch of uh, little uh, walkie talkies around, and I'll laugh into them so the laugh feels like it's more for you. Yeah. You're creating a, a, a soundscape, yeah. <laughs> a laugh soundscape. A um, I will ask you this. You ever think somebody has been filming one of those, filming a TikTok in public and just farted? <laughs> like one of those, you know, there's got to be, <laughs> there's got to be outtakes of people farting during TikTok dances. That would actually be just a really funny TikTok. It would be really funny. If you go in public and just fart around people. There, there's people that do that. <laughs> do they really? 
Yeah, but it's kind of, but they're the most annoying people. Because they're like, they're doing exactly how you don't want to do it, where like, it's like they're doing like, it's like, of course you should be annoyed at somebody walking right up to your leg, right up on you and farting. That's fucking gross. A stranger? Yeah. If it's a stranger, I'm punching him. There's one dude, I think it's a for real clip, unless it's acted out, but I don't think it is. Some guy gets on the ground and grabs him by the neck and puts his head into the ground. Like, he goes, Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. But, but I'm like, good. It good is for you. disgusting. It's, but it's not just that. It's like, you don't, you're like, it, yeah, if you, somebody gets that close, it's like, like I'm, I don't fault these people for grabbing. It's like, what, I don't know what you're going to do. Do you know what makes a fart so much funnier, though? And, and then we can move off of farts uh, if, if you'd like. I, I could do it all day. Um, um, yeah, let's move off of it. But what I was saying is what always makes it funnier is when somebody in the room hates it. Oh, yeah, when you run into, like, the yeah, somebody's so offended. Yeah. Yeah, that is always strange where, you're like, now you're the problem. Like, where it's like, oh, yeah, the fart may have been a little bit annoying for all, like you said, we're yeah. eating or something, but now you're taking this way too seriously. <laughs> and then that makes me laugh when you get somebody that's like, ugh. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right, dude. Yeah, the sounds. Okay, that's gross. The gross out sounds those people make is way worse than the fart. Yeah, I mean, it's like, listen, you know, you know, that's like a my my shit doesn't stink thing where it's like you you know you do this. Yeah, you know yeah, you have an asshole. Yeah, are you, are you trying to convince us that you don't fart? Like yeah. that's not happening. Uh, no, but I want. That's why I brought up TikTok because uh, you mentioned earlier TikTok in public dancing confidence. Is it something you want? You'd want because. Like we said, we're doing this podcast. Guys, we have our clips from the podcast on our TikTok. It's at Brand New Jerks Pod. Brand New Jerks Pod on TikTok. And you can check out clips from the podcast. But like TikTok matters a lot in, in show business these days. So what I wanted to ask you is like, if do you have the confidence where you would do all the trending dances? And do you think it, do you would you put the TikToks online? Definitely not thing? the uh, definitely not the dancing confidence. I don't have that. But like, have you seen somebody? And I can't do this. Have you seen somebody just in the street in Manhattan doing the? Hey, what's up, TikTok? It's me, Jessica. Uh, just here, another day in Manhattan. About to pop in here and grab myself some new shoes. Oh, love them. Have you seen it? I have seen it, not multiple that exact times. Person. Uh, maybe like twice. I've never seen it where I've realized that was going on. Like I, I feel like in, when I'm in the city and I'm walking around, if I'm not like kind of just moseying, yeah, I feel like I would. I, when I'm actually going somewhere, and I'm, I probably would just think it's them FaceTiming somebody. I used to, I used to do it like during the pandemic when the streets weren't as packed. I would walk around and talk to my phone. But it's, it is, I did it once to myself, and it's the quietest TikTok I had. I was in front of my friend's apartment, and I had a thought. I, I had a TikTok idea from a tweet that I had. So I did it, and I'm saying it like I'm wet. I'm like, yes, last night, me and my friend went to I'm like, I'm like, I'm talking as quiet as possible. It's Why the is weirdest. Because I, I was embarrassed to do it. Yeah. yeah. Why? Like, I shouldn't be, though. Because the thing could come out really funny. And they would yeah. come out really funny when I was and walking also, on the street. And also, it's New York City. People don't care what you're doing on the streets. Yeah. You've got, there's so many videos of people just going, nobody cares in New York. Watch. And they just lose their minds screaming, and people, nobody turns around. It, yo, the, the callousness to which people, like the, the callous nature of the people here is wild. Not like, not like in a mean way, but no, in just like, like a, a, we have shit to do. Or like, we have a place to be. Yep. I... Uh, our, our buddy Colin, he started laughing at me the other day because I told him this story. I said, oh, dude, 
Apparently, uh, some there was some issue where a cop shot somebody running around with a machete in Astoria, and he was like, "Oh my God, where at?" And I was like, "34th and Broadway." He's like, "Ah, that's not too, it's not too close." <laughs> and it is kind of close, like relatively close. And we just went on with our lives, like it's a thing that happened. It was just a. You know what's so funny is, I think I was with you guys around that time, and I didn't hear you them say that him say that. You said it or he said it. I said, like, we both, I mean, it was kind of, I can't remember the exact conversation, but it was I just, thought the same exact thing when I found out what Street was on. I was like, ah, it's not near me. Yeah. And it's not, you're right. It's in Astoria. It's a 10 minute walk from, <laughs> from your apartment. Because you do have the thing where you're going, that's ah, like three blocks up. I'm not even going over there today. So it doesn't matter. Well, I know this is an unpopular opinion or an unpopular thing to say, but it is the truth. I'm, I, I don't lack like empathy or sympathy or anything like that, but it is hard for me to get super emotional and passionate when I see something on TV about like something like like an issue going on overseas in another country. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's hard because you're so far removed from it. And I've always said, you know, if something happens closer, you know, I feel like I would sh- be a lot more worried about it and interested or like, you know, trying to stay up to date on what's going on. And apparently that's not true. <laughs> something did happen closer. Like I had even pe- the Brooklyn shooting. Yo, people were texting me, and I had to look it up after I will, the text. Yeah, me too. Well, if you don't have the news uh, constantly, it's hard to like know what's going on. But also, the only two things got to me because of that. I found out about the trains being messed up because of it. That'll always get a New Yorker's attention. If your yeah. train re- reroutes itself and doesn't go to Manhattan, you're like something bad must have happened. And then also. I they had a couple articles of people describing what it was like for those people on the train, and it was like a horror movie description. That gets me. That definitely got me. No, I felt and, it, bad. and it sounds awful. It sounds terrible. It was it was it was like a nightmare for those people. It was like really messed up. But I'm telling people that text me. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I live in Queens, but it's still like <clears throat> so close. Yeah, I saw somebody on Facebook write, "How my Brooklyn peeps? My Brooklyn peeps okay?" So it's like. So you're not checking in with your friends. They got to check in with you now to make sure that you just know they didn't get killed in this Brooklyn train. Like, it's how my Brooklyn peeps. I wonder how it's many like, likes it. Can. How lazy are you? How uncaring and lazy can you be just to go, hey, Brooklyn, let me know you're okay when you get a chance. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> it's like, well, reach out. That's how you know it's phony. It's like, reach out to who you want to reach out to and go. I had a couple people text me from out of state, uh, a, a comic friend of mine who lives in Denver now, and and... and she was really nice about it. She, she was like, hey, I know you're not in, in Brooklyn, but wanted to just check in on this because it's crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you very much. You, there's like a, like a, like you get flattered. Oh, it feels nice. It yeah. feels like somebody cares about you. But it made me feel like an asshole because I was like, wow, why am I not super concerned about this? Because you're not phony. I think it's phony when people do that. I think it comes back to that same, my, one of my favorite things ever, which is that Anthony Jesselnick bit, which I've, probably, I've brought up on the show before. Yeah. The thoughts and prayers bit. It becomes thoughts and prayers. Don't get me wrong. If, you have, if, you, if you're directly involved in it and you're in the thing, it's awful. Uh, it is awful. But if you're not, humans are, we're pretty selfish beings. We have to, we, humans need other humans, but we're also, you're thinking of your own survival. So if you, if you, you, you I think your brain doesn't want to spend time on something that's going to give you anxiety when, or shouldn't really, I think, in a healthy way when you weren't involved in it. Because you're involved in enough things trying to survive, even if you don't know it, that why get yourself worried about something that didn't happen to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can put, you can, you can put your, um, 
you're you're saying, hey, that was awful, whatever it is. But when people do write that stuff online, it's so disingenuous because it's like you don't really care. You just want people to people to you want the attention based off the tragedy, which is just that's what that that that's whole. Cra- I mean, that's crazy though. It's, it's I mean, a I mean, lot, that's a of, lot people. of people. It's social media, and it's a lot of people falling into line with social media. Well, I, I don't even mean me writing something. I, I just I, I I think I wish I was like more. Like, hey, maybe I should look up and see what exactly happened. Maybe I should read about it. Yeah, you know, maybe well, that's I, just, yeah. But instead, I was just like, ah. I probably watched The Ultimatum or something. Ooh, Ultimatum. Have you watched it yet? I watched the whole thing. And the reading. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we got some stuff to talk about next episode. I'll tell you that. You sure do, my friend. It is. I loved it. Would you like better Love, it's, Love is Blind or Ultimatum? I think I like the ultimatum better. Really? Yeah. I thought I like Love is Blind. I like the cast from Love is Blind better. Yeah, oh the cat the cast was definitely better. Because I think the ultimatum they also man, what a brilliant attack plan this production company has where they're they're not calling it reality shows. You know, it's a reality show, but they keep referencing the experiment did this. The experiment the experiment It really did this. is. Yeah. They're brilliant. It's they're brilliant because they're making it. Because here's the thing: they're also letting these people go into it with the idea these people come off like more real people because like more real than other reality show contestants because they kind of know it's like, hey, we're doing this to to kind of test our relationship. And yeah, some things work out, some things don't. But they're not doing it like like it's not like The Bachelor where you're like, oh my god, I am gonna be married for this person to this person for the rest of my life. It's more of like a realistic mindset. I, I also like the that on the reunions. Where they do kind of pull back the curtain. Yeah, they definitely do. I uh, saw some article where fans of the show were mad at Nick Leahy and his wife, Vanessa. Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. Um, what? Don't you dare. <laughs> well, actually, this is a pro Nick Lachey podcast. <laughs> we're not going to mess up his name. Is that a generation separation? That that not today's generation separation, but yeah. I do I do have one. I know which that's we get why to I in a moment. To but um, they got mad at them because they were like, "Oh, they've been they were messy on this show. Their their hosting was messy." And I'm like, "God, people just remark and complain about." Anything. I thought they were great. They were great. They kill it. They make it seem for real, even though they're very Hollywood. They're like and they relax. Make, yes, they do. Yeah. And like they talk about what they've been through in their relationship, which is probably bullshit. And they also get the goods where they're like. Somebody will make a little tiny face, and, and then Nick will be like, Nick, Nick Lachey will be like, you seem pissed. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Nick. Bro, Nick goes after people on that show. <laughs> he does. He's like, hey, why don't you, what are you, jealous? Why don't you yeah. talk about it? Hey. He said, hey, didn't you feel like you were second fiddle <laughs> when, uh, you know, he chose April 1st? <laughs> and they're like, whoa. Hey, do you think you're a pussy for not, nobody wanting you in this show? Like, do you think, are you a giant asshole? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't Why didn't you punch Zay when Zay was bullying you at the bar? <laughs> oh, you, you, okay. That really did yeah, happen. That was Nick does things. go after people. He goes after. He's him. kind of a beast. Uh, yeah, he is. But you do have a generation separation. Yeah, like one that about. I was one that I was thinking of, and this was something that was like such a small moment in time, which I think is perfect because I feel like you probably don't have any reaction to this toy. I guess you would call it that came out when I was a kid. Pogs. Yeah, I, I, no, I knew of them. The only thing I know about Pogs is when they were hot. I know the Simpsons line about Pogs. With, with, with Milhouse goes to Simpson, he goes, Hey, 
Bart, remember Alf? He's back in pog form. And it's just a pog with <laughs> Alf's face on it. And that's the only thing that I associate with. I know there was like things that had like characters on it and people would trade them where there was like a game it was or something. The stupidest. It's like Tamagotchi. Nobody really knew how to play the game. They were little cardboard circles with plastic circles it's called slammers that you smash them on. And I got really into them, but we were so poor. You played it like a, a Cuban playing dominoes? <laughs> no, we, well, 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 here's the thing. We were Pogs, motherfucker. We were so poor. <laughs> yeah, give me my shit. Give me my slammer. Wasn't the slammer metal? Like, wasn't it like... Oh, why don't you say right, that? You... They had metal slammers. They had plastic slammers. They had, <laughs> they had uh, metallic slammers. Um, no... I think some are metal, but that was if you were rich. You could afford a metal slammer. Okay. Fancy I was, pants. I buying metal slammers, okay? <laughs> On Jamie's salary in 1997, <laughs> that wasn't happening. But my mom felt so bad because the pogs were, like, so expensive. They were kind of expensive. Or, yeah, like, of course expensive were... in the sense of, why am I going to buy my fucking kid cardboard lids that have pictures on them? You know, why am I going to pay for that? So what my mom did, the crafty lady that she is, is she took, like, cardboard from, like, a case of what, whether it pop or beer or, like, a cereal box. Yeah. And took the um, newspaper with, like, the Spider-Man cartoons. Yeah. And she made Pogs. Did she, that's very she made sweet. made Pogs, yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah, my mom did a lot of shit like that. And then when you were, how old were you at this point? Like, 12? Uh, no, I was probably, like, 8, and you're 7 like, or 8. Mom, what kind of off-brand freaking pogs yeah. are these? This is cheap bullshit. <laughs> you call Jamie. these pogs? Get back to the. <laughs> that's a that's a mom. That's a really good mom. That's a really good well, mom. Well, she is, and it's to the like me and my mom's relationship, and this will lead right into the other segment that that we talk about on the show is where do like where my people pleaser tendencies come from. Yeah, and I think I've just it's always been inherent in me because with my mom and her always doing shit like that for me. Santa Claus. I people pleased with Santa Claus, where I stopped believing him. Hold on, when he was like, "What do you want, little boy?" And you're like, "I'm good." Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like, dude. Santa, don't make the trip. Don't even make the trip. It's, hey. it's fine. It's like I don't want to put you out. You said that to Santa. Hey, Santa, if money's <laughs> tight this year, don't worry about me. Get me next year. Yeah, get me. My, my mom will make more cardboard pogs. That's it's fine. That's what I always said about my dad. Always treated me on Christmas like uh, like I was a pushover landlord. He'd be like, hey, "Can I get you in January?" <laughs> <laughs> but you, no, you bought Santa a gift. That's how much of a people please you are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had cookies. Is anybody and, doing anything for you, Santa? <laughs> Just cookies, milk, and a Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I stopped believing in Santa. I did. Which I, was about like what? I think you're like seventeen, eight. eighteen. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was twenty six, <laughs> and no, I was like eight, and I fake believed for two more years because I felt bad about telling my mom. Oh, I didn't want to ruin Christmas. That is a people pleaser thing, and that also, yeah. But I think that happens. I think, but I think you had the. I, that's how you know you're a people pleaser and a good guy. You did it because you don't want to upset your mom. I think some kids do it because they want to they want to mess up the gift situation. Oh, that's a thing. They think that the gifts are going to go away if they go. Hey, this Santa guy's not for real. The Santa disappears and the gift. Go- I think you don't understand Christmas fully. You're probably thinking like, we need Santa to have. Oh, that would be a bitch, dude. Yeah, <laughs> just it'd be, it would save people a lot of cash. The minute you stop believing in Santa, you don't have to buy any more gifts. I just I just remember my mom being all excited and saying like, oh, what do you want from Santa? I'd be like, ah. Oh. 
I can't disappoint her. You know, I can't disappoint this fucking silly bitch. Still thinks so you I did believe. it for you did it for two more years. Maybe like yeah, a year or two. What do you remember the age you found out there was no Santa? I think I was like eight or nine. Yeah, that's usually. <clears throat> I think I found that around now. I think it was eight. I think it was eight when I found out. Part of the reason I knew is because I found a gift. I found a Thundercats doll in my mom's closet. Oh really? Yeah, and I think I I think I bullshitted for a little bit, but I couldn't really. I was like, nah, I I know. And then I was like, why did you have this? And she said, oh, we help out Santa sometimes. And I was like, that checks out. And then. <laughs> Because I wanted to believe it, and then I think very shortly thereafter, I didn't know it. I was a mall Santa Claus. I was a Santa Claus for little kids, for my mom's uh, friend's grandkids, and I was a Santa Claus at a Polish Christmas party once. I was Polish. A, I was a Santa Claus for dogs at a shelter. Were you really? Yeah. Well, that's an easy gig. You don't have to wear the outfit. I mean, they don't know what Santa is. I still did. a method. Yeah. I wasn't going to be able to... Yeah, I was Santa. This is Daniel Day Lewis of Santa. I was of, of, <laughs> <laughs> dog adoption Santas. <laughs> well, I, 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 I've, I've always had this like prepubescent Michael J. Fox voice, and <laughs> one time I had to fill in for. Could you do? You do have like a. I wouldn't say it's prepubescent, but you have like. Could you do a Michael J. Fox impression, like from Back to the Future? I couldn't. Like no, doc. It's just like that. Hey, like, dog. I, that wasn't bad. It was just because I did the, the head. No, talk. but you did like the, 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 the ah, cracking it. The crack. Ah. Doc, get us back. Are you saying that we're in the future? <laughs> My impression is. Can we, let's do a Michael J. Fox off. We'll have to do a Fox off? Yeah, Fox off. I, uh, no, but I was, I had to fill in for Santa at the mall. I wasn't, uh, I, I wasn't regularly Santa. I was the picture guy. I just took the pictures. I like wore a tie. I wore like elf ears. You were a backup Santa. Well, and then, then Santa got sick, and I had <laughs> to go. Uh, I had to fill in, and my voice, like I was like doing the fakest, shittiest Santa voice. Like, ooh, ooh, you, know? you were how old at this point? Twenty sixteen. Oh, a sixteen-year-old Santa. Yeah. Yeah, that's a rough. That's it was a like, rough look. Yeah, that's a hard no, but it's a hard thing to do because you're like you just barely found out about Santa being fake, and now they're like, guess what? You're Santa. And the best thing about that 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 job was there were two Santas that worked. One was actually Santa Claus. I think he was a guy that like on when he wasn't being Santa, he was like a Civil War reenactor, so he had his beard at all times. Oh yeah, and he would wear like green and red uh, flannel on his day off. And was really like a wholesome, sweet, nice guy. The other guy was legitimately bad Santa, where he would smell like liquor. <laughs> he w- he got in trouble because he would have his Bluetooth in and be talking to people on his phone. Like he'd stand up and just like, betting on doing? horses over the phone. Yeah, what's he doing walking <laughs> over there? And then the one day he's telling me, me and him are in the dressing room, and he just got this like smoker's voice, and he was like, "So last night I went to Hula Hands after work, <laughs> and." Uh, I saw these young girls that was sitting on my lap earlier, these like college age chicks, and I said, "Hey, you were sitting on my lap earlier. <laughs> How about now?" And I was like, "Whoa, buddy, this is just ruining lives." He got fired. Really? Yeah. I don't Shocking. Know. Yeah. But he was just like because of that tr- story, or you mean just? To- I don't know. I mean, he did. There was so many things. He lasted like two weeks, <laughs> but he was using his. Daytime gig as Santa <laughs> try to get laid. to talk to the women when he was his alter ego the next the next night. 
Oh, so he wasn't in his Santa outfit. He was in his regular No, clothes. thank God. You know. So did you end up getting pogs for Christmas? Because I want to go back to the pog thing. Do you did you ever have any legitimate pogs where they all the homemade? Yeah, I had some of them. Mom. I got it like the flea market or something. Do you remember what characters they were? It was all characters, right? Yeah, like I had like a bunch of like ninjas and dragon stuff. So could you right now play a game of Pogs if we had them here? I wouldn't know how to play. Right. It, it, you slam them down and they, the Pogs just fly up. Is that what it is? I think, but it was more like how... Was it like, was it like, like, like aggressive tiddlywinks? What, what is that? Oh, it's a game from like the 50s oh. where you flip these little like Pog looking things, like coins. Oh, I was thinking, you said tiddly, I was thinking tummy sticks. I was like, Ugh, <laughs> Tummy like, sticks is from Wednesday. Yeah, I know. That's what it made it's me think of. a real of. thing, yeah. I know. But. He's like, what's tummy sticks? What's tummy sticks? I don't want to play tummy <laughs> sticks. I don't want to play tummy sticks. <laughs> but Pogs, I thought, was a lot like Pokemon cards, where you there was a game for it, but you didn't actually play it. It was more of collectors. Collecting. Yeah, that so makes you sense. you collected them. Yeah, it's like, you know, Pogs, the, the, at the people at the Pogs Corporation, they were like, like, okay, we got the Pogs. What's the game? And the head guy's like, who gives a shit? Yeah, what's the game? Ah, uh, you throw the big ones <laughs> at the little ones and smash them. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> and we're going to put faces on them. Thank, thank, thankfully, that was something that didn't stay around too long because that was the dumbest. As much as I thought they were cool in the, in the moment, it was dumb. I don't know well, what your perspective was on Well, a lot of that shit's dumb. I will say this. I was about to say... One a recent one a recent fad was that fidget spinner fad, with the, with the thing you yeah. put in your middle of your finger and then you spin it around and I think there was like a a thing to that like I don't know if it was a game or something, but I was about to say it was dumb but I was like it was actually kind of fun I think it's supposed to be like those were cool, kind of relaxing like it's kinda, that was the whole point of them yeah yeah I think they were for like autistic kids like kids with autism I think it was ADHD oh then that's maybe that's why I loved it so yeah, much it's all the same thing because I full on. You know, as you know, I've been diagnosed for, at this point, 35 years. Really? Yeah, I'm like an OG ADHD. I've been trying to do that as a bit on stage. It's been doing okay. That's good. OG ADHD. Let's hear it. No. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let, let's, get, let's get to our jerk-off. Let's do the jerk-off we'll and let's sign-off. A jerk-off and then a sign-off. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a good one this week. I, I think I know my reasoning of my, why my choice is. Well, we put it out to you first online, and it was uh, Simon Cow. Versus John Taffer, who is a bigger jerk. And do you want to know what the audience said first? Sure. The audience said Simon Cow by about 63% to 47%. I wonder what the reasoning. You got any messages for the reasoning? Um, I didn't. I didn't get any any, any real messages or, or, the, or that I can remember. But I tend to agree with them. I agree. I'll give this. This is why. Simon Cowell's English. <clears throat> Um, that might be part of the reason that people think that he's a bigger asshole. But I will say because he's more like, I, because I'm such a loud, per, I can like relate more to John Taffer's assholeness because he's so boisterous and so ah, I gets mad immediately, like, yeah. you know, flying off the handle. Uh, Simon Cowell is like very bitchy and cutting, and it's like m- movie villain asshole. So that's why I see him being. But from what I understand, maybe not Simon Cowell, but I, I got a message when you were doing that. Uh, that said that that John Taffer is a sweetheart of a man. Yeah, I, I'm sh- maybe both of them are great guys in their own way. But they're like they're alter egos, then you know. But I think that you even get to see John Taffer's warmth on every episode. Yeah, see, I don't. I almost don't. I, uh, that's another reason why I'll go with. I like. I actually like Simon Cowell better because I think he's more. Ge- I think that really is him more than that is John Taffer. 
Oh, really? Um, well, if you look at the, if you look at when they're in full asshole mode on either show, I actually do think Simon Cowell believes what he's saying more than John Taffer does. Because I think John Taffer, he walks into it, they have like those, if you ever watched that Bar Rescue show, first of Every one of those bars is in a strip mall and is lit like a television studio audience for some reason. Like, they, like I know they have to do it for filming, I guess, but, like, guys, have a little bit of ambiance while you're filming. Like, they, they crank the lights up to 1,000. It just looks like the Jerry Springer set. Well, like, they don't looks, know that Taffer's about to come in. Exactly. And then they, but, then, but, but there's a guy with a camera in their face, like a giant VHS. And, like, there's, there's literally... Everything, every bar they go to looks like it was set up a week before for the show. Like, it's all, like, cardboard bars. It's, like, it's not, like, these cool-looking, like, old bars. It's, like, it's, like, from, like, back in the day, it's, like, bars that look like you're putting on a school play about a bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just, like, really Bar crabby. Rescue, the musical. Yeah. And the best is, like, their reactions when they're done with it, and they're, like, oh, I can't believe this happened to us. They're so shocked at the end. They put, like, a couple of uh, tablecloths and a coat of paint <laughs> on the place. Change the name. Yeah, yeah. But, the, but, but what I'm saying is, John Taffer, that show is so low rent. Simon Cowell, like, has, you know, I know John Taffer was big in the bar business, but he seems more like a hack than Simon Cowell. But Simon Cowell is actually funnier than John, John Taffer, I think. I like John Taffer so much more. You do? Yeah, the, the, the schmarmy British accent and his tight-ass T-shirts just piss me his off. His T-shirts are annoying. His T-shirts are the worst. And, it, and it's like, his, like, absolutely dreadful. And, like, saying that, and it's like, okay, you're, you're fucking trying to tear the heart out of, like, a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. That's at, le- cool. at least Taffert's going at some, like, some bozos from Jersey that run a sports bar. At least he got some stones that he's attacking. <laughs> you know, That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. He, he'll he'll be he'll be snapping on some big like muscular bald headed dude from Jersey, and he's like, "You're a terrible owner and a horrible husband. Look at your wife. She's crying her eyes out because of you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the worst therapist ever. That show gets me so fired up. I but, love that show. But I will say this: you're right about about Simon Cowell's shirts because Simon Cowell could have a, his own personal shopper, or the show probably has multiple people who shop for him for the show. And for some and reason... nobody decided to ask what his size is. <laughs> <laughs> but not even just that. He look, it looks, that's what his shirts look like. They look like he bought them a year ago and gained some weight and has to wear them because he has nothing else. <laughs> you know he's so stubborn. He's like, no, I'm a large. Yeah. I'm a large. <laughs> I am a large. You know what? Yeah. You know what? They make their shirts smaller. That's yeah. the problem. But I, you know, but if I if I would go up a size, it would be, be too big. <laughs> he's Simon Cowell is wearing his gold shirts. That's what he's wearing. <laughs> he's wearing his back of the dresser drawer gold shirts. And as it? a chubby guy, I, it's insulting. I have gold shirts. I have yeah. a couple gold shirts. Oh, of course, dude. There is. A I had one for like ten years. This one from back in the day that's gone now. Got lost on a move. Buddy, there is this hoodie that I cannot wait to fit in. Oh, uh, I had one of those. I had, yeah. I had, I definitely had a sweatshirt that I ended up fitting in. I took a picture and put it on. I was like, and I said, this was a gold sweatshirt that I could not fit into, and now I can. I was almost there recently. Really? Yeah, I like, I like, uh, was kind of hungover, so I didn't eat for like two days, and I tossed the hoodie on, and it kind of fit. That's, how great was that? Oh, it was a day, it, dude. It, it, it's within your grasp. My face looks real gaunt. The goal is within, that's within your grasp. So maybe I'll be wearing it next episode. Ooh, that'd be fantastic. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I get sick or get some type of tapeworm. <laughs> maybe go to, uh, I don't know, Cancun, get some food poisoning. Yeah, maybe get a colonic. <laughs> well, I think it's about that time, my friend. It is about that time. This was fun. This was a good one. 
Yeah, happy happy 10th episode anniversary. Happy 10th episode. I can't wait to get my gift from you. Oh. Uh, we'll talk about it after. Here's what I got you. It's a, it's a handshake. Oh, an awkward handshake? Yeah, brother. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night and good luck. Yeah.